Mike, you and I both have had a couple of interesting experiences with Taco Bell, shall we say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've had a few. Just, just a few. Yeah. Uh, I had one in, I, I had one this last week. Oh, good. I love it. Okay. Um, I decided to get Taco Bell after work. Okay. Uh, and so I placed an order on there, on, on online. Okay. For two reasons. Number one, just make it easier. I can just walk in, get my food, get back out. Yep, exactly. Number two, the quesarito is online only now, which is unbelievably stupid to it, me. It's so stupid, but I, I get it. They want people to download their app and stuff like that. So yeah, so I ordered online. And when you when you order online, you have the option to like choose pickup for like in the inside the restaurant or uh, uh, through the drive through. Yeah. So I chose to pick up inside the restaurant just because I was like, if there's, there's people in the drive through, I don't want to have to wait behind them. Yeah. So I drive to Taco Bell after work, uh, park, go up to the door, pull on the handle, doesn't budge. Okay. Pull on the other handle, also doesn't budge. Weird. It's, it's, you know, it's 1.30 in the afternoon, and for some reason, their, their doors are locked. So I, like, I knock on the glass, get no response, and I'm like, this is fucking weird. I guess I'm going to try the drive through. Yeah. So I get in the drive through and I tell them I'm here to pick up on the order. And she immediately goes, uh, are you at the wrong store or at the wrong restaurant? And I was like, uh, no, pretty sure I'm not. Um, I, I placed it for pickup inside the restaurant, but your doors are locked. Okay. And she pauses for a few seconds and then she goes, okay, pull ahead to the window. So I guess like she must have found my order. Okay. D didn't acknowledge the fact that the doors were locked at all. And like, Ugh. you know, this is, this is post pandemic at this point. It's not like they have any reason not to have the doors open. Yeah. Not really post pandemic, but you get what I mean. Like I, most I places have opened up dining. Correct. So I drive up to the window and, uh, uh, they, they hand me my bag. They found my order. Clearly. Uh, I overhear like, you know how every, everyone for the past year has been doing like the, you know, they put the seal sticker on the bag. Yeah. I overhear one of the employees go like, you didn't put the, the, the seal on the bag. And, but she just hands it to me anyway, just completely ignoring that. I mean, I don't really get the point of the whole seal thing anyway. It doesn't change. It's, they still had their hands in my bag. It doesn't change anything. Right. Like, all, if anything, all you're doing is locking COVID into my bag. But I, it only really makes sense for, like, if you're getting it through delivery drivers. Yeah. But, it, you know, that didn't bother me. But I was like, that's a little weird. They're clearly, like, rushing or something. And then, like... <laughs> I, I pull I pull out of the out a lot out a lot and like open up the bag because I want to make sure that I got what I got I got what I ordered because like they didn't even know that I like they they I was I was worried I got the wrong order uh huh and there was a hair in the bag oh <laughs> of course there was a hair in the bag it now was at the Taco Bell near your, where you live yeah okay I was thinking maybe it was the one near World Market because that that, that is, place is a disaster that is the worst Taco Bell ever we've talked about the disastrous stories I've had at that one have we I think we did there was so you know you and I we we've talked about how we like to go inside yeah definitely. To, to pick up our to-go order because the drive-through no good yeah well the drive-through at that one freaking sucks I don't know about the one near you I don't really go to that one but um yeah that one by world market once you're in the drive-thru you stuck yeah you can't get out and there was one day i went i went for lunch and you know we had like a half hour or whatever and i was like 35 minutes into my lunch and i'm like still like four cars back in the drive-thru ah so i had to call up and be like hey carissa like I'm going to be late. Like, I don't have an option. <laughs> like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be. I'll be back at some point. I'll be back someday. 
Yeah. And I mean, she was totally cool. She was like, yeah, it's fine. Just whatever. Like, we don't even need you here right now. But no, you didn't really need a lot of people there in general. Yeah. Except for during the holiday season. There was that time. And then um, there was another time at that same Taco Bell where I. uh, I had to drop somebody off at the airport and we've talked about how Taco Bell has pretty decent breakfast. Yeah. And so I was on the way back. Um, it was like a reasonably early flight and I'm like, Hey, I wonder if, wonder if they're open for breakfast. And I think it said they opened at like, I don't know, we'll say like seven 30 and, um, it was like eight o'clock at this point and I was like, sweet. So I drive up lights are off, but okay, whatever drive through. So I go to the drive through like no one acknowledges me. So I like pull up to the window. Finally, someone comes out and they're like, yeah, we're running behind. We're not open yet. <laughs> like that was just it. Not, not like no explanation, not no. like, sorry, no not apology, no apology, not someone didn't show up, not, Hey, we'll be open in 10 minutes. It was just, we ain't ready, dog. Yeah, we're not ready yet. Uh, I love that story because it's just so that's so absurd. But the one good thing about that talk about, I didn't think I was going to talk about this one that much. Um, I don't know. I doubt he still works there. It's probably been a, a solid three years since I've I've had an interaction with him. But they used to have the absolute best fast food employee I've ever seen. And he would always work the drive through late at night. Um, like post midnight drive through and you know, he'd be like, what can I get for you today? And I'd be like, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Can I get a, uh, you know, a number six with a, with a Pepsi or whatever. And he'd be like, well, of course, what sort of Mickey mouse operation do you think we're running around here? <laughs> and I feel like, all right. And he's like, what else can I get for you? And I'm like, no, that's it. And he's like, what? No, no cinnamon twists, no chips and cheese. And I'm like, all right, I, you know what? Give me, give me a cinnamon twist. And he'd be like, but of course he's like, pull up to the window. And he was freaking awesome. Like, yeah, what a gamer. Like he owned that like late night drive through Taco Bell job. He, he made that fun. Oh yeah. It's good. And he, he boosted their sales. He, yeah. He, he extorted you for cinnamon twists. He did. And I actually, that's, I think maybe the one time I actually went out of my way to fill out like one of those customer surveys. That's good. Cause that dude actually deserved it. Yeah. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a guy, what a gamer, what a massive penis. <sighs> okay. You have to assume. Yeah. I mean, yeah. One would assume. Yeah. Like, like you do you know, with awesome people. Right. <laughs> like us. Of course. Um, yeah. How's your, uh, how's your week going? You know, not too bad. Uh, I had, uh, I had an interesting morning T- today was kind of just a disaster in general, but, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Th- th- there was one saving grace. I got a really, I, I had an interesting experience this morning. Um, there's this, there's this girl who works on our overnight team. Um, she's very nice. Her and I are friends. Uh, she is like, ridiculous like illegally short <laughs> okay <laughs> like how short are we talking i at my at my at my nicest estimate i'd say like five one or two she she's like okay, that's five two isn't that short 
Mike, when you're six feet tall. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. It, it's, it's like towering of, over a child. Fair enough. Uh, uh, but she, you know, she's super duper short and, yeah. and very skinny. So she's just small in general. Yeah. Um, and so this morning, like, I, you know, I was doing my normal thing. I was taking some stuff into the freezer. Uh, the way the, the walk-in freezers are set up and they're like this everywhere, I imagine. Um, you know, you have the freezer and then you have the door. And in between, like, in, in the opening, when you open the door, there's these, like, big flaps that hang down. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and those are to, like, like trap in the cold. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, cool down so much when you have that giant door open. Yes. Or, sorry, warm up too much. So, you know, when it's when you're in the freezer, those things, like, get frosted over. Yeah. So you can't see through them. They're completely just like, uh, 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 uh opaque. Yeah. Opaque. Yeah. Condensation. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm putting stuff away in the freezer. I put a box away and I come out and I'm not wearing my glasses because my glasses get frosted over. Okay. Um, and so like I, I, I walk out, I kind of look over my left, look over my right. And then like, I look and there's like something in my periphery and I look down and she's standing like six inches <laughs> away from me. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> like ridiculously close to me. Okay, I yelled so loud that guys at the end of the hallway yelled to ask if everybody was okay. Oh my god, <laughs> it scared the absolute shit out of me. That's fucking great. What what was her reaction? She laughed. She just laughed at me. Okay, dude, <laughs> she I mean- wasn't trying to scare me. She needed to put something in the freezer, and she was just waiting for me to come out. Yeah, I mean that was gonna be my next question. But like literally, but like the way I the way I do the like I, I put my cart in front of the freezer so I can just grab things right off the cart, go back right in the freezer. So like the entire entrance to the freezer is blocked off, and she was like standing next to the cart where there's like a small space you can like slide in between. It's not not exactly where I'm expecting a right. human to appear. <laughs> yeah. And and because she's so short, she wasn't like in my line of sight when I walked out immediately. So like I barely saw her and it just scared the shit out of me. Right? Oh god. <laughs> Uh, sometimes that shit happens though. Like you just get scared by someone you get l- caught so off guard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, so I gotta tell you, I had, I had a really interesting Friday. Um, it was kind of shitty. I didn't, uh, I think the only social I put it on was Facebook. So you wouldn't have seen it, but Thursday night slash Friday morning, it's like four o'clock in the morning. And, you know, my dog Lily decides she needs to go out. Mm-hmm. And I was certainly not ready to get up. I'm half asleep. I go to take her outside. I close the door behind me. And I slammed my finger in the door. Oh, God. Mike just showed me a picture of his middle finger completely black. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks considerably better now. Holy shit. Um, it was completely black and, um, per advice of several people and the internet, um, I ended up poking it to release the pressure. Don't tell me that. I hate that. It actually didn't hurt at all. I don't, I I hate the idea of it. Yeah. Um, so, but that, that, that was how my Friday morning started. Ouch. Ouch. So I'm doing ouch move. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it really sucked. It, it actually still really hurts, but um, so I'm dealing with the pain all day and it's getting worse because all there's all this pressure building up. It keeps bleeding like internally. I get home. I'm like, OK, I just just got to get this thing taken care of. I walk in the door. Sure enough, 
Lily had like this explosive diarrhea while I was at work. (laughs) (laughs) And like at this point, I don't know how long it had been probably a couple hours at this point. She she's in her crate and she's like laying in it. Oh God. So this required a bath and I had to wash all three of her blankets in her crate and the carpet and the wall. Oh, yeah, that, that was not that was not a fantastic Friday. Doesn't sound like it. Nope. Nope. And then uh, that rolled into Saturday. So I, I've been needing to take my car and to get fixed. I knew I knew that was that was just something that needed to happen. Not a big deal. Um, wasn't even that expensive of a, of a repair. Um, I just been been kind of putting it off. So finally take it in, drop it off Saturday morning. It's probably, I don't know, nine o'clock maybe. And it was ready pretty fairly quickly, maybe like five, six hours. They gave me a call and they're like, yeah, it's ready. Um, and actually it might've been a little longer than that. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it was like four thirty, four forty-five. They give me a call and I'm like, cool, I'll be in. They're like, all right, we'll be we close at five. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I can still make it. So I like look up an Uber and it's like, okay, it's like three minutes away. So I'm like, sweet. I can totally make it. They're only a couple minutes away. I order the Uber. I'm waiting and I'm like watching the clock as it's ticking and like five minutes go by and it's still like three minutes away. All of a sudden they just cancel my Uber. So I couldn't, I couldn't get in by the time they picked it up and then they were closed on Sunday. Ah, so then it rolls around to yesterday and I've got to get an Uber to get my car so I can go to work. Right. And there's like no Ubers available. I had to wait like an hour for an Uber at like eight o'clock in the morning. Damn. Yeah. That's rough, bro. Yeah. But the week turned around. Today was a really good sales day. So, you know, it's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, man, like Friday morning to Monday morning. Just a rough weekend. Yeah. Oof. Kind of like suck some balls, but you know, I'm getting some work done on my car. Oh yeah, what are you getting done? Uh, an oxygen sensor. My um, engine light came on, and so my immediate reaction was like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna be something expensive." Yeah, and so I take it in, and 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 they check, and it's 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 an it's an oxygen sensor, which I don't really know what the fuck that does. I guess it senses oxygen. One would think, but what they they explain to me that like you know this isn't a major or expensive repair. Like even if you didn't get it fixed right away, it wouldn't you know be that big of a deal you might lose some like fuel efficiency but not the end of the world yeah so you know me with uh how i treat my car that got <laughs> logged away into um okay so this is an immediate situation which then became i just don't ever have to get this fixed yeah so it's two years later now <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> and i'm finally getting it done <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, do you know how much that's going to end up costing you? Uh, they, two years ago, they estimated me like 200 bucks. So not at the end of the world. Okay. Okay. But um, I'm also, I'm getting a vehicle in, uh, expect- inspection. I'm going to look into getting some other major repairs. Cause I don't know. Like my car is really solid. I'd like to get a new car, mm-hmm. but with a car like mine, it's, it's 22 years old and it runs as well as it does. Maybe it wouldn't be a terrible idea to put more money into it and just hold on to it for a few years. You know, I've had it paid off for years. Yeah. My insurance keeps getting lower because it's a piece of shit that no one wants to replace. <laughs> right. You know, it may, so uh, I'm going to look into getting some of the major repairs done, especially because I'm thinking about taking a vacation sometime 
this summer to uh, go on like a long form road trip because I've never done that kind of thing before and I've nice. always wanted to. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna look into like what's what are some of the major repairs that I've been putting off that could potentially stop me from going on a long form road trip and let's get that shit taken care of. Nice. Nice. Very solid. Um yeah I will say it is it is very nice having um a new vehicle but it is super nice not having a car payment every month. <laughs> yeah, it is very nice. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like every time I think about doing those more expensive repairs, like one of the things my car needs is, is shocks and struts, which is not an inexpensive replacement. No, it is not. The last time I asked them, they quoted me about $1,500, which is <sighs> that's the amount I, I paid for my car. <laughs> You know, that's how much I bought my car for. Right. Uh, <laughs> and my car is like my car is better than the fifteen hundred dollars I paid for. Like I got a good deal on it because I bought it from like family friends. Yeah. My car is more valuable than that. But, you know, not by a lot. Yeah. Right. So I've constantly been been like putting that one off because it's like, again, this isn't like a, 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 a like this has to be fixed tomorrow or your car will break kind of repair. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of those repairs where it's like if I do this repair, if I do this replacement, like I have to be willing to drive this car for at least a year or two more. Cause I'm not sinking this kind of money into a car. I'm going to get rid of soon. Right. Yeah. You're making kind of a commitment there. Right. So like it's been this constant war in my mind of like, do I want to do this expensive repair that will increase the longevity of my car or do I just want to get a new car? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been a decision that I haven't really reached, but I think with, you know what I've just explained. I'm thinking yeah. I might finally get it done and just like keep my car for the time being nice. Cause well, I do feel like it has, it's got, it's, it's 22 years old. It's got 156,000 miles on it. Like it's got some room to, to go for a while longer. Yeah. And you know, especially with how little I drive it, you know, I'm not, I, I, I want to say it was like, I don't know, 140,000 maybe when I got it, like I don't drive it enough to like add a ton of miles to it. Yeah. You know, I imagine this car with the way it's been taken care of, not by me, but by the previous owners, <laughs> it could probably go up to 200,000 miles. So like, there's no real reason for me to replace it so soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mac, I forgot there was, there's one more part of that. The story of my weekend that, that I forgot about. You shit your pants actually all yes. over the place. <laughs> yes. It overfit. Like you wear a diaper just to be safe, but it overfilled. It did. And it went just out and over all over while the- you were out and about with friends. Yes. Embarrassing. I'm sorry, Mike. Yeah, it was so bad. Ugh. was one of your friends who knew about the situ- situation there to help you change or was it was it the ones that don't know? No, they knew, but they didn't help me change. Oh, what the fuck? That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, they just left me to take care of that shit. Help your help a brother Pun. out. Yeah, they let me just take care of it myself. That's fucked up. I would have helped you, Mike. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I would have helped you as well. Thanks. Um, no, actually. Okay. So this is one of the most absurd things that's ever happened to me. And it happened to me at work. Okay. And you and I have had a lot of absurd things happen at work. Oh yeah. So, um, I was in one of my accounts and, um, I was dealing with the customer who, you know, in my line of work, the customer is either, you know, the owner of the account or the manager or whatever, not, you know, someone shopping in the account. So I'm talking to this customer and we're, you know, we're going over an order and, you know, I I got a pretty nice sale out of it and we're standing there and he's on one side of, of the counter and I'm on the other. 
and he's just kind of staring at my face. And you know, like, you know, when someone's looking at you, but they, you can tell they're not looking you in the eye. Like they're looking somewhere else on your face. Yeah. I can, I, I know what you mean. So he did that. And by this point, another employee had walked over and this was like a three person conversation. Okay. And he goes, he looks at me and goes, you know, you got one really long eyelash that's like sticking out that isn't going the same direction as the rest of them. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, uh, okay. I was like, I do have really long eyelashes. And he's like, do, do you want me to, you want me no. to, <laughs> you want, you want me to get it? And I was just so incredibly caught off guard. All I could do is I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and he reaches over the counter, grabs an eyelash, which mind you is still connected. It's not like he even just plucked one off my face, which would have been weird enough, but the whole situation's weird. Yeah. Nope. He grabbed one and like, plucked it out of my eyelid oh i hate that and yeah like the the woman that was standing that, that came over and was talking to her she goes do you do you guys know each other <laughs> and i go never met him before today <laughs> god that's such an awkward situation yeah and like i walk out to the parking lot when i'm leaving and uh that woman was going out i think she was going out to smoke or something and she was like man i think uh i think your dude was hitting on you over there and i was like yeah i don't know i've never had someone pluck an eyelash the first time i met him before <laughs> so weird oh, god that's so uncomfortable yeah so that actually that was probably it was probably about 12 hours before I smashed my finger in the door. So that was a, it was a real weird, real weird weekend. Yeah. Oh, so odd. So weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried sushi for the first time this past week. Nice. What did you have? Uh, I had a New York roll. Okay. A Philadelphia roll. And there was, and then there was a third one that I didn't know what it was. Like I didn't catch the name. Okay, now did you get? I mean, you don't have to say where, but did you get it from a restaurant or was this like the grocery store takeout restaurant? Okay, really cool restaurant too. It's uh, it's themed off of uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Okay, it's a Studio Ghibli movie, really, I, really I, famous Japanese studio. I have no Spirited idea. Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle. Spirited Away, isn't that about a horse? Isn't that oh, like? Isn't that like a cartoon of spirit? <laughs> Whatever cartoon movie about? Is that, is that a cartoon spirit? Yes, it is okay. a cartoon movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. But that's Western. Eh. If you go far enough west, you'll hit Japan. Okay. All right. Continue. How was your sushi? Christ, Mike. You're, you're so uncultured. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Sorry, I'm not a weeb. Keep going. I don't know. It was fine. I, you know, I'm, I'm trying always to broaden my horizons. And yeah. One of the ways that I'm trying to broaden my horizons is with fish because I've never particularly liked seafood, but I also haven't tried a lot of seafood. So I was like, you know, someone invited me to go to sushi. I was like, okay, sure. I'll try sushi. You know, it's a sushi place. They probably have other options. So I got a, a, a bowl of beef udon and then some sushi. Okay. The beef udon was fucking delicious. They were clearly like hand rolled no- or handmade noodles. Uh-huh. Thick as fuck. Soft nice. as fuck. 
Just some real damn good noodles, good ass beef, real good broth, good shit. Yeah. And the sushi was like, it's, it's, it, ugh, it's this way with a lot of things in my life. You know, it, it tasted fine, but for some reason, my body was just like, get this out of your mouth. Okay. <laughs> like I had to fight back a gag reflex to get it down. Okay. Which is not, it isn't, isn't what you want. Like I had, I saw, so, so, you know, the fish that I had was, um, I had crab, I had salmon, I had tuna, and there was another kind. And then like two of the rolls were covered in eel sauce, which the eel sauce was the best part. It was fucking delicious. Okay. And, but like, you know, the texture of fish, I think like I have to eat it. I have to force myself to eat it more for this like gag reflex to just quit doing its thing. Yeah. I think the reason that it happens with seafood is because like, I think of seafood as a meat like food and seafood yeah. is not like meat at all. Texture wise. Cause meat is like most like, you know, it, it's tough and chewy. Seafood is like, it breaks apart really easily. It's super soft and light. I will say shellfish is going to have more of that like tougher meat like consistency. See, that's what my friend told me when she suggested the New York roll because that's the one that had crab meat in it. Mm -hmm. But I really didn't feel that at all. Well, I mean, usually usually those crab roll anything with crab in it is usually imitation crab. Um, or it's some sort of crab salad where it's mixed with like like a mayo or a spicy mayo or something like that. Um, but I mean, if you eat like an entire shrimp or like a bite of like a lobster tail or a crab leg, it's going to have that tougher consistency like you'd get with like a, you know, like a piece of chicken or something. I don't know, man. It was all it did all just. I don't know. It tasted fine. It, it, it actually tasted pretty good. Yeah. But just for some reason, like I had to like drink water to like convince my mouth that it was OK to go down. <laughs> um. Like I, I, I don't, I wish my body didn't have this kind of reaction to food like that, but it does. I, I think, I think honestly, like I just kind of have to eat it a few more times until my body is like, okay, this is acceptable. Okay. I mean, so that, that kind of brings, that answers my next question. I was going to ask if you liked it enough to get it again. I, I would answer no, if it weren't for the fact that I'm trying to make myself you know, like more foods. I don't like being picky. We've talked about this before. I don't like being a picky eater. Yeah. I just am. There's a lot of food I don't like. And especially I'm a big texture guy. Like oh. there's so many textures that bug the hell out of me. Even if I like the taste, you and I have talked about it before, like shaved coconut. Oh God. Tastes great. Can't fucking stand the that texture. texture. No, it's horrible. No, it's so gross. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a picky eater too. And I have that same texture thing. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. You understand. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Fuck no. Don't get that one. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No, I know. I know you don't get it, but that's fine. You don't, you don't have to get it. <laughs> like, I'm just saying I don't get it, but yeah, it, but you get that. I get where you're coming from. Yeah. You get that textures are weird. Right. So I, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I don't know, obviously, but I feel like part of that reflex, part of that hatred towards certain textures is perhaps just like a, a reaction from my body towards something that I haven't eaten frequently. Cause you know, like uh, my family aren't fish eaters. My mom doesn't cook fish at home mm -hmm. fucking ever. I have never seen her cook a fish dish. Okay. She makes tons of chicken. She makes a damn good brisket. You know, my stepdad makes great pork chops and burgers. Mm -hmm. We never fucking eat fish. Yeah. So, you know, maybe my reaction towards seafood is because uh, at a younger age, I never had seafood 
And growing up, I never experienced seafood. And now that I'm an adult and I'm trying to try it, my body's like, what is this? This isn't something you normally get spit it out. This is poison. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I, I think like I'd be willing to try. I, I, I'd, I'd be willing to try it again if for another reason than because I want to see if like additional exposure to it would make me get over that texture issue. Yeah. But I would I would order some kind of noodle bowl along with it because that's food I can actually eat without remorse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I hear you. Um, so we kind of started to get there last time. I don't know if you want to bring it up today or not, but do we do we want to tell the story of why we're called break room nachos? Sure. Why not? It, we, we really should have told the last episode. We just ran out of time. Mike had a little pee pee to, to piss out of. It yeah, sometimes you have to. It's fine. Um, yeah, so break room nachos, kind of a kind of an interesting name if you don't know the story, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean it sounds weird at first, but like you say it enough and it sounds normal. Yeah, I mean at this point it doesn't even really have a meaning when I hear it anymore, but you know, obviously I know what it means. Right. Now to me, now when I hear it, it's just, oh, that's our podcast. It's not I don't think about why we named it that. But um <clears throat> Yeah, so kind of uh, a little of the backstory. Um, what this was maybe like September, October. You and I like kind of came up with this idea. Yeah, well, we 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 thought about doing it in the past, but we we finally sat down and we're like, oh, what should we name this? Yeah, that I if I remember correctly, we are basically the entire plan for that that we 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 went to a Mexican place and and we we're just we like did. we got to figure out this name because neither one of us could think of a name. Right. Uh, and we were just like, let's just start, let's just start throwing out anything we think of. Cause you know, even if it's not a good idea, cause it might generate a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Did, was it, did I, did I think of it because we had like chips and salsa or was that not a factor? I can't even remember at this point. I don't know. I think we were just like tossing around ideas related to work. Cause like one of the, what, what, like some of the podcast names we thought of, I remember I thought of calling us like the overnighters or the, the moonlighters. Cause yeah, you and I had done a lot of overnights together and had a lot of stories related to that. A lot, a lot of the tricks I haven't told yet. We should maybe yeah. break into some of those, but yeah. Um, fuck those are really good stories. Too. I know. Um, <laughs> I'm getting like oddly giddy, like thinking about some of those stories, but I, I know what you mean, but yeah. Um, so we yeah. were just tossing around ideas. I don't remember any of the ideas you had. No, I, I know we had, there were a couple ideas. I'm sure I've got them because I still have like a, a break room nachos notepad with like all of the original ideas I had in it. Um, but yeah, I know that we'd come up with like a few like kind of like very, very food based ideas. And we were like, that works. But like, is what? that our entire brand? Right. And then break room nachos. I remember you, you, you tossed it to me and you were like, you posed it like, oh, I don't think this is a good idea, but break room nachos. Yeah. And honestly, like I really wasn't instantly sold on it, but it was kind of like this. This could work. Let's see what Mac thinks. I liked it immediately. I thought it was perfect. Nice. Because it's it's it, 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 I mean, it's just, it, like it especially with the podcast with the podcast basically just being you and I talking it it very much represented like uh <laughs> you know the situations in which we would normally talk right because the idea behind break room nachos um where that name kind of generated from was you know 
back when Mike and I worked at World Market, um, you know, we didn't have a lot of people run that store. It's no. a small store. It doesn't require a ton of work. Right. Uh, especially on like, you know, not super busy times and nights like for closing shifts in like the middle of the summer you could literally close with three people yeah and then i mean when you had like management and leadership most of them either would like take their take their breaks in the office or like i would leave a lot of times for a long time i lived close enough i could just run home make lunch take lily out and be back in a half hour yeah so our break room didn't even really get used that much. Not really, no. And so something that Mike and I liked to do when we worked together, and this is something we've done for a few years, but especially towards like the end of both of our tenures there, it, it really became a thing when Mike and I worked together at the same time because the way they were doing the, the management schedule around that time is like our schedules did not overlap too super frequently. No. And so anytime it was just the two of us in terms of leadership. <laughs> We, we would go, we would grab like a bag of chips, a bag of beef jerky. Yep. And a can of this, this nacho cheese sauce. God, it was so good. I remember when we first decided to try it, we were like, there's no way this is any good. Like this is just some crappy canned cheese. Yeah. And, and so like we got a few people together. We, we, we got like chips and, and, and jalapenos. And like we, we, we made some nachos. Yeah. In the break like, room. like salsa and I remember the fir- the very first time I remember trying it, Carissa had like decided to make nachos. She wanted to try it. And she like, God, this is classic Carissa. I remember this. this is good. It wasn't like how you and I would do it where we would like, you know, take a paper plate and put some chips on it, you know, scoop some cheese on it and warm it up. Yeah. No, she grabbed this giant wooden bowl off of the shelf and a pair of tongs. No, 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 no. Before she did that, she just put the can in the microwave and I had to stop her. No. Okay. Okay. I wasn't there for that. I must've come in later on in the day. Oh my God. She tried to put the open can in the microwave and I was like, Carissa, that's made of metal. (laughs) What are you doing? Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I had to convince her to grab a bowl. That's not like a thing. Like that's a thing that everybody knows. Everybody knows you don't put metal in the microwave. Well, cause like, it's not that she didn't know she couldn't. It's that she wasn't fucking thinking as per usual. Cause as soon as I mentioned like Carissa, that's made of metal. She knew right away what was wrong with that scene. Oh, she was just totally ready to do it without thinking about it. God. Okay. (laughs) So, all right. I guess I didn't know that part of the story and I'm glad I know that now. Um, no, by the time I got in, it was just this giant wooden bowl that had chips in it with nacho cheese sauce that she had like warmed up and there were like tongs that had like tossed it all together. And it it had been so long that everything in there was just like soggy mush. Oh yeah. No, I I had it fresh out of the microwave. Okay. I'm, yeah, that probably was fine, but. Oh no, it was fucking great. I thought it tasted amazing. I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe this canned cheese is so good. Right. Well then we started doing it all the time. Oh yeah. And just like the, the, the like shittiest thing you can think of, you, you know, so you, there'd be, I don't know, four of us working. So Mike and I together make up leadership. And then there's, <laughs> there's like two people at the registers, maybe a register person and like a, a sign person who would just come up whenever the registers got busy. Yeah. So we would, we would grab our cheese, our beef jerky and chips, and we would just sit in the office 
and have some break room nachos. Yep. Or, uh, <laughs> well, and just not do any work. Well, and the other, we were clocked out either. The other thing too. Um, so the company had like a built in budget for us to sample things or to, you know, write off damaged product. Yeah. And you know, we were, we were pretty good about it for most of the time, you uh-huh. know, like, when we want to sample something, we'd just write it off and the company would eat the two or three bucks, whatever it was. Well, at some point we just started saying, screw it and just <laughs> grab it off the shelf and open it up and eat it. Oh yeah. Whatever. They're not going to miss it. They do inventory once a year. God. They'll catch it eventually. And we remember we started getting like weird with it. Like you said, like we started dipping like beef jerky into nacho cheese. Yeah. I can't remember one of us. I can't remember which, which of us suggested that, but it was one of those things where like, the other thought it was a strange idea and then we both ended up loving it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I know, I don't think you were big into this one, but I remember a couple times I, um, I used, I used pork rinds instead of tortilla oh, well, I chips. Think pork rinds are fucking disgusting. So I, I mean, that's fine. Even if it wasn't with the cheese, I wouldn't want it. But for those of you who do like pork rinds, you can make some killer freaking nachos out of pork rinds instead of tortilla chips. Oh, you know, we did summer sausages once too. Oh yeah. That was really good. Yep. <laughs> Salami whips. <laughs> oh, God. oh, good shit. Oh, so much fun. But there were times we were such horrible, horrible employees. Oh, we were such shitheads when we did it every time. I wouldn't say there was any time that it was like a good thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Or you're like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm just going to grab just going to grab a drink. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bradley. Sorry. Yeah, we totally screwed up. Uh, uh, a shrink. Oh, but good shit. Yeah. Our See, inventory that's, that's, was so screwed. So that's, that's where that, that name came from. That this podcast is, is essentially the same conversations we would have while doing that. So it seemed to fit pretty well. Yeah. Um, I Mac, I've got a story for you. Um, it, it kind of goes along a little bit with like the whole break room thing. So, um, we've all done, we've all done some, some stupid things in our lives. We've been an understatement. I'd say, yeah, exactly. We've, we've made some questionable decisions. We're looking back. You're like, "Mm, should I even be alive right now? Should I have slid off the roof? Pretty much. Uh, well, I had, I forgot. I had an adult sled off the roof situation. Um, God. So this would have probably been, I'll say like maybe 2017. All right. And this is when, you know, I was working at world market and it was like a wine tasting day. It was a Saturday. And so like I got out of work and, um, you know, my, uh, my ex and some of our friends were downtown at a bar and she goes, Hey, you know, like meet us down here. We're, we're, we're watching the end of the Michigan game. And I said, okay. She's like, I'll, I'll warn you. We we've already, you know, we've been at the bar for a couple hours. And so, you know, we're sitting, I'm, I'm sitting in the office. And I'm like, well, we just had a wine taste and we had all these leftover samples. I was like, I'll just, I'll have a couple samples and head downtown. <laughs> okay. Not, not the smartest decision, but that wasn't, that wasn't even the bad part of the story. Cause I mean, I literally went straight downtown. No problem there. Anyway. So I get downtown and we're watching the game and the game goes into like double or triple overtime. It's starting to get late. Well, 
my uh my friend Mariah, right? She's she's hitting it off with one of the bartenders. And it's this Irish bar downtown. And she hits it off with this guy. And I don't know how you spell it, but his name is Days. Okay. Like Days of the Week. And so this this Days guy gets off of work. And so we all get a table and we sit down and, and then you he know, gets off at work. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll just <laughs> just 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 stick with me. So you know, we're sitting at the bar for a little and we watch the end of the game and it ends. And, you know, like, you know, my, again, my friend Mariah, she's she's really digging on this dude. And um, he's like, all right, well, I'm I'm heading out of here. I'm going to go meet some friends. And he's like, you guys are welcome to join us if you want. And so we're like, yeah, cool. Where are you going? And he's like, oh, my friend lives in Detroit. Oh, and so, I mean, this is probably like a 40, 45 minute ride. Yeah. And me and all of my friends, we, we've all been drinking. So none of us can drive at this point. However, days he's been working all night. He's like, you guys can ride with me. We've just met this guy. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take you out there. So we drive out to Detroit. We end up at this random house. <laughs> nice. Classic. <laughs> There's no knock on the door. He just walks in. There's nobody in there. He just starts grabbing some beers out of the fridge. We go in the basement and it's like three or four Irish dudes just in the basement hanging out in a place where you look like you're going to get murdered. We're with Sick this as fuck. We're with this guy we've never met before. We don't have a way to get home. So we're there maybe like a half hour and he's like, Hey, you want to come to this Irish bar with me? Okay. That seems like a better situation. So he takes us to this Irish bar in Detroit where it's like a private Irish only establishment. Like you aren't Irish. I'm not, but apparently he got us in there and like they're open past like 2 AM when they're supposed to be closed. And then he's like, all right, I got to go get the car. I'll give you guys a ride back. So he's like going to get the car and I swear it takes him like 20 minutes and we're all like, okay, like we just straight up got left in Detroit. We're like, stranded. We're like, stuck. We're stuck. We're intoxicated. We don't have a car. We're 45 minutes from home. I have to work tomorrow, but it all turned out. Okay. He ended up coming back with the car and gave us a ride home and it worked out, but that was a very, very questionable life choice. Super questionable. <laughs> yeah. Good old days. <laughs> Good old days. Well, I mean, you know, he, he fulfilled his promise. He so. did. He did. Yep. N nothing, nothing against days. He, he did a good job, but yeah, good on him. I, I should not have been that trusting of a complete stranger. <laughs> yeah. You, you made me think of something when you mentioned the, the wine sampling thing. Yeah. Um, there was a time I want to say I was, I, I was either 18 or 19 and we had this girl working there. Uh, her name was Isabel, Isabella. The, the yeah, one I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you remember her? Um, she was a, a year younger than me, and she, so she was either seventeen or eighteen. And one time on a Saturday, like we were both taking breaks at the same time, and you know, good old Steve walks into the back room. Oh yeah, good old Steve. And he, it was just after the wine tasting. He like put some bottles down, and he was like, uh, "Hey, these aren't finished off. If you want any." And so immediately, I look up at him, and I was, and I go, "Neither of us are twenty-one." Well, and even. <laughs> 
you don't drink period i don't drink period but like i was like neither of us are 21 and I was, yeah i was fairly certain he at least knew how old i was yeah and he goes i, I won't tell if you won't <laughs> and then he just walks out of the out of the break room yeah and so instantly like isabel like stands up and like goes for it and i was like no you're not doing that <laughs> and I, I had to like grab the bottles and dump them out because i was like nope i'm not letting this happen <laughs> you can drink when you're old enough definitely not at work oh god Oh, that reminds me. So I've previously told the story about when I locked my keys in the cash office and Jeff or Jess had to climb on top of the fridge with super broom to open it up. Yeah. Well, while she was up there and had to like move ceiling tiles around, she was like, um, bike, there's something you need to see up here. And I was like, Oh God, what? Like I can, like my mind's just like running. Like I can only imagine what the hell is shoved in that ceiling. Tim's hiding corpses up there. Chris is hiding wine. Tim's, <laughs> Tim's hiding butt plugs up there. <laughs> no, Marco's hiding, hiding pot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, whatever. Um, Nope. Sure as shit. There were three half open bottles of wine sitting on top of like the ceiling tiles up there. I think what had happened was um, like they had been sitting out um, after a wine tasting and I think maybe it was like Monday morning or something and Chris was like oh fuck Jeff just walked in and <laughs> that sounds right and just took him and shoved him into the ceiling and then we found him like whatever like years later oh my god 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 she was all over the place yeah uh i had a weird question for you about about work um, yeah right on go for it i i told a story on stream the other day that i'm pretty sure i never told you and i'll tell it once i ask this question but mm -hmm. um <laughs> did you ever nap at world market and if so where um I think I napped maybe once or twice, but it would have been just like laying my head down on like the break table. It wasn't like I didn't do like the thing like like laying on a couch or anything or like one of the beds or anything. Okay, good. That's that's good because I know. Well, our, I don't want to interrupt your story, but our old coworker Jeff, I know for a while when we worked overnights, he would take his 15 minute break. He would nap on one of the couches. Oh, okay. Um, but go ahead with what you were going to say. So this had to be, it had to be 2019. I want to say, cause this was, this was long after we'd like remodeled our, 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 um, stock room. Yeah. Um, you, <laughs> you, okay. You remember, um, the way we had the stock room set up, you know, we had, we had racking that we kept all the furniture on mm -hmm. that like stretch across the, the, the outline of the room as well as like two rows kind of in the middle. And then we had, you know, this big chunk of furniture that stuck off the end where we would keep things like sofas and big living chairs. We called it the cube. Yeah. You know, the cube. So sometimes you'd have to like climb up on top of there to like oh, find yeah. furniture. <laughs> yeah. You have to like pull furniture up out from the middle or something. Yeah. So one day I was in there. I was exhausted. I don't know why. I don't know what I'd done the, the night before, but I was super tired. Yeah. I had to grab something from there. So I grabbed it. I loaded it up to the, into the, the furniture into the customer's car. And then like I was looking at this cube and I was like, it's very warm in here today. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this big hole right in the middle okay where where with a living chair box at the bottom 
Okay. So, and for anyone who doesn't know, like the living room chair boxes were this, the shape of a chair. They were L shaped. Yep. Yeah. Imagine a chair, uh, like take the legs off of, you know, a chair and it's like the back in the seat with a box around it. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. So (laughs) this one day it was like, there was some other supervisor working. It was super dead. No one was going to need me. Right. So, you know, I climbed into this, this, this warm little cubby in the cube. (laughs) I set an alarm for like 20 minutes and I took a nap in the middle That's of it. That's fucking great. And I woke up feeling so refreshed because it was this wonderful, just warm, like enclosed space where I could comfortably rest. Oh, was that one of the one of the times that we didn't have a GM? I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I don't remember when it was. Oh, it would have been funnier if like Carissa was there that day. I don't remember who I want to say it was Tim. And it was one of those things that was like, no one's going to need me. No one's going to catch me. Even if Tim finds out, Tim's not going to give Tim's a shit. Tim's not going to give a shit. No. Tim spends half his shift in the bathroom. He doesn't care. No, whenever I wanted to kill my shift, I'd just walk over to Tim and start talking about something. Like, exactly. You just get him on a conversation loop. Yeah, like anything we needed to talk about. Like anything that, anything that didn't need to be talked about, but was common knowledge. Like, God, Tim, how slow is that computer in the office? And then he'd just go on for like an hour about it. Like, <laughs> or, you, or you just bring up any of the many things that he would like get off about. Like, just be like, so Tim, big pharmaceutical, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And he'd just go off for a while. Oh, God. Um, no, when you asked about if I ever took a nap at work. I didn't mean on breaks. I meant on the clock. Well, I kind of figured, but I thought you were going to tell the Marco story. No, I did not. This was my own story. Okay. Um, so that's the story that I, I had originally thought of. Um, so our coworker, Marco, um, he had opened with uh, old Ken one day. And, you know, it was before the store opened. I think Ken was like counting the drawers or something. And Marco was supposed to be like straightening. And he laid down on one of the couches. and. Sure enough, fell asleep. Granted, we were closed, but he was on the clock. Ken walks out and finds him. And clearly, like, Ken's pissed, as he should be. Right. And I'm trying to close. He's trying to get out of there. Yeah. And I just remember Marco being like, yeah, Ken, he came up to me and he got all red and he looked like a tomato and his arms were out and he he tried to make himself look big and he got really really angry at me and i was like yeah dude you fucking fell asleep on the clock and he's like but i wasn't sleeping he's like i had my eyes closed but i wasn't sleeping like bro <laughs> yeah d- okay all right like nobody ever believes that but even still like you were on the clock you shouldn't have been laying down with your eyes closed anyway no <laughs> and he he never would admit to that. He, no, he, if for, forever he would always try to claim that he was not asleep. Oh yeah, no, he would never own up to that. Never. Um, yeah, <sighs> that dude. Oh god. Um, yeah, but no. Oh god, that must that story must have my my nap story. It must have been like spring or summer of 2019. Cause I'm pretty sure that was around the time that I was just like super done with world market. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm tired of being here. And I just like was tired. I, I, I was just like pissed off every shift and didn't want to be there. Yeah. So that, that must've been like 
fuel for me to be like, yeah, I'm just going to take a nap. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Th- those last few months were definitely like that for me, but, um, I eventually got past it, but, um, you know, those were definitely like the least pleasant months I worked there. <laughs> um, Mac, I think I've told you this story, but I think you're the only person in the world who knows this story, but did I tell you about how I'm the reason why world market never had security cameras? <laughs> yes, you did. This is a great story <laughs> or, or, or why they probably still don't have security cameras. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great story. So at one point they did, um, because when I started, um, they were up when I was, when I started there too. Well, yeah, I mean, they were never actually like running and functional. They were, well, we, they didn't record. No, they never recorded. No. Right. So they were basically useless. We couldn't really use it for anything. Yeah. We just had that old, like, like CRT TV that was divided up into like six cameras with all those VHS tapes lined up. You remember that? Yeah. All right. So at some point they decided we're going to switch and we're actually going to get you like a DVR unit that is connected that records and is connected by ethernet like back to the server like to the company and i was like well fuck this i don't want this to be a thing i was like this is gonna freaking suck they're they're gonna be watching us all the time so at first i didn't actually do anything but they sent us the dvr and carissa got it all set up Somehow, probably incorrectly. Definitely incorrectly. And she had that stupid Ethernet cable running from the office all the way back to like the servers. But when they sent it, they never sent like the power supply. And so Carissa, she may have lost it. You know how she was. Yeah. She may have lost it. It's more likely that she lost it than they didn't send it, although it's also likely they didn't send it. It really could have been either way. Like, who knows? But for whatever reason, we didn't get the power supply. She emailed like loss prevention or whoever she needed to and said, hey, we need another power supply. So one day the mailbag came, which was uh, that was the name for like any mail that we got shipped to us from like home office. It would all come in like a big envelope or a box. Well, I open it up. And sure enough, there's a power supply in there. And I, I go, I'm thinking in my head, oh, God, that's probably for the DVR. I was like, I really don't want to save these cameras. I took it out of the mailbag. I just stuck it at the bottom of the trash can <laughs> and pretended like we never got it. <laughs> and Carissa was like, one day she was like, oh, God, LP never sent that power supply. I'll have to email them again. Well, sure enough, like when I left a year and a half later, still no power supply. Never came. Still no cameras. Nope. Still never had to worry about that. Uh Uh-uh. So all of you that worked at World Market and possibly still do, if they don't have cameras, you can very much thank me for part of that. You're welcome. You can sleep in in a big furniture cube all you want and never get caught. All you want. Oh, God. We, We did so many shitty things there. Do you remember how we had a mailbox? Like we would usually get like (laughs) (laughs) we would usually get like packages and like envelopes sent to us pretty regularly, but they would come from FedEx and they would just hand it to us directly. But like yeah, or like UPS, they would you know deliver the package 
physically to a person. Right. But we had a mailbox that only Tim would ever check. Yeah. And there were things in there, but I never once found out where that mailbox actually was. <laughs> oh, I knew where it was. I just didn't have a key. Well, you know what? Maybe they, maybe I did have a key. I just never checked it. I'm pretty sure the key was in the, uh, the cash office, wasn't it? The, uh, I'm sure there was an extra in there. But not, I mean, Tim would just be like, I'm going to go get the mail and he'd disappear and he'd come back with mail and I'd be like, where the fuck did you get that from? <laughs> well, and the funny, the funny thing too is, I mean, he wouldn't even do that that often because how many times did we have oh, it was like a big ass stack of love letters? How many times did we have like the mail carrier come in with like a tote like here? This all of this was in your mailbox. We can't fit anything else in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. you dig through it. And remember, there were times where it'd be like, <laughs> like you're being sued or like just random shit like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. God, it's so funny. <sighs> so little that was taken seriously there. God, the whole place was a joke. Yeah. Company had some great stuff. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, we, we've talked before about how like their whole philosophy over the current current generation has been like, you know, everybody's shopping online these days. So the people who are in the stores, they want a really good, excellent customer service job because that's what they're coming for. Yeah. And how I think that's fucking ridiculous. And I was thinking about it some more and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely right on this because the reason people are turning so much towards online like shopping and stores is because of the ease of access of it. And because so many people are like, I just want to get my shit. I don't want to like have to dig around for it. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want my shit. Right. So them trying to go that route was literally the opposite of what they should have been doing. Yeah. While they invested so little time and energy into, um, the online aspect of it. I remember like, yeah, when, when they first like set up our tablets so we could help customers order through those, uh, on the floor. One, one big issue we had was like the way that they would track those sales as we would sign in with like a store sign in <laughs> and then customers could place orders through that and they could sign in with their like rewards program login. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so that, the, you know, it would get shipped to their house and we would get credit for the sale. But one big fucking issue with it is that if we were logged in to like help them set up a, a, a transaction, mm -hmm. you couldn't use coupons. Yeah. Which like, you know, it's a loyalty program. Coupons are kind of one of our big things. It's like half the reason people shopped there. Right. And then, I mean, with coupons, if they were buying it in store at the register, even if for some reason their coupon didn't work, we could override it or we could at least modify the price to make it work. Yeah. But we had no ability to do that online. None. And so, so like, well, yeah. So what was their workaround for that, Mac? Well, okay, well, well, first of all, let me say that I like emailed out and I was like, Hey, this is a problem. We need to get this fixed. Otherwise, like we can't do these transactions. Yeah. And so like, they, they told me like, yeah, yeah, we're not going to do that. Just have them sign in using their own accounts and you won't get credit for that one. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that's fucking ridiculous. Number one, because you're tracking this and like ranking us based on how well we do. Right. And then like, I talked to the district manager about it a few months later and he was like, yeah, we got like two or three guys working for the IT department. So they just have like a big list of stuff that needs to get done. And I'm sure they have that on there, but it's so low that like all the big projects keep going above it. And it's just like, Bro, you three people in your IT department and you expect this fucking shitty online store to work? Right. <sighs> yeah. So what I was going to say, I remember at one point their workaround for that was 
have them buy it online then immediately have them return it in store. That's right. And then issue them a refund for whatever the coupon difference would have been. That's right. Oh my God. Which I mean, one, I mean, I guess a t- the tiniest bit of kudos to them because they found a workaround, but it didn't work a lot of times when you were making, when someone was making like a large purchase, you yeah. know, like they might be dropping, you know, 1500 bucks on furniture or something and they just made a purchase and now like it won't let them buy it again on their credit card because it's locked up because they just spent a bunch of money yeah oh my god yeah so goofy yeah i remember like i i i had to do my own work around that worked a lot of times um because sometimes customers would be buying like some stuff in store sometimes some stuff online so what I ended up doing, and this was like a super obnoxious process because like how much math it took that I didn't want to do. I'd have to like calculate out how much money they would be getting off if the coupon worked and yeah. then apply that to their in-store purchase. Yep. Instead of them just fixing their shitty website. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Is it a computer or not? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you have to tell that story. Now. That's a great that's a great one. So we've talked we've talked at nauseum about about Tim. Love that dude. But he would complain about our technology all the time. Basically anytime he had an issue with it, which was like every day, he would complain about it. And to be fair, he was most of the time he had valid complaints. Yeah, he was right. Like, hey, I wish, you know, the website would work for coupons or i wish our our entire store didn't run on a dos computer yeah very valid things or hey i'm making a skew list for inventory and so is someone else i wish it would let both of us do it at the same time just really pretty simple basic things and we were like in the office while he was venting about something on you know one of the computers and just goes is it a computer or not? <laughs> and our immediate reaction, like, what what the fuck does that mean? Tim? I don't Tim, what does that mean? Is it a computer or not? What are you trying to say? <laughs> and I mean, it boiled down to him being like, like, we have the computer technology to do it. It's a computer. Shouldn't it be able to figure this out? Which, yes, Tim, you are correct, but you worked there long enough that you knew that wasn't going to be a fix. God, I miss that dude. Yeah. God, we really got to roll up in there and visit him. I haven't stopped in there in months. I feel bad. I miss all of them. Yeah. God, it's yeah, it's been a long time for me, but love that. But dude. it's so far away. <laughs> I actually pass it for work a lot. I really don't have a ton of excuses, but I passed it today. I had to go uh, to a different store to pick up some stuff. Oh, really? But, you know, they have pretty tight policies on like you know, spending time like at world market. If you had to do something outside of work, it was basically understood like, Oh, you can go pick up lunch and give a shit. Oh yeah. I, 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 anytime I had to go in, like, I, I remember like one time I had to like go to the dollar store to pick up fucking balloons for a clearance sale we were having. And I just stopped and got five guys on my way back. Oh God. The amount of times that Carissa would send me out to go get receipt paper or plastic bags. Cause we ran out of plastic bags again. And she'd be like, hey, you want to pick up lunch while you're out or j- literally just send me out for lunch? Sometimes doing a paid out to do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but no, they, the, my current company is very strict about that, so I don't, I don't fuck around with it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. I'm too good of a boy. I've never done anything wrong while working at a company that paid me. Yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah, I actually, you know, do my job and don't screw around like that at my current job. It's harder to do it when the company cares and they treat you with respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, th- there is a little bit of flexibility to my job too. I don't really run on a schedule, so I can take that time, but I mean, they wouldn't care if I did. It's kind of on me, but um no, I wouldn't waste just an insane amount of time like that. All right. Um I'm going to go come <laughs> really yeah really right now okay i suggest you leave you're in the blast zone <laughs> all right well see you next week <laughs> <laughs>